0: Hello, everyone. I am Keon Henderson, and welcome to Take Action with Keon, the podcast. You know, I'm an avid golfer. I must admit that I don't play as much golf as I used to. You see, I grew up in Gary, Indiana. There is only one golf course in the entire town, and let me tell you, it should not even be qualified to be called a golf course a small circular piece of grass, all par threes, not even a full 18 holes. In 1999, I was able to garner a basketball scholarship to Indiana University, Purdue University, Fort Wayne, Indiana, affectionately called IPFW. And I got there on that basketball scholarship, and I must tell you that growing up in a poverty-impoverished area, I must admit that growing up around drug deals and drug addicts and no brand-new homes and all dilapidated apartments, I must tell you that it does something psychologically to one's mind, which is why I believe that exposure is one of the greatest things you could ever offer anybody who has potential. You see, I was given the opportunity by my basketball coach, Coach Doug Knoll, who was our head coach at the time, to attend Indiana Purdue University on a full-ride basketball scholarship. Now, let me tell you, I had to earn it. I was not good when I first started playing basketball. When I first started playing, I was on the B team, on the freshman team, which means I was on the worst freshman team. I worked my way up to the starting lineup as a senior, and I must be honest, it took everything I had to do it. Well, when I got to college, I went right back to the bench (laughs) I wasn't starting I wasn't playing and I did all I could to get there I hurt my back trying to get there I fractured a metatarsal bone in my foot trying to get there and most of all I tore my left ACL twice trying to get there you see I could have quit when I hurt my back I could have quit when I broke my foot could have quit when I tore my knee up. You know why I didn't quit? Because I viewed all of those as temporary limits. I want to talk to you today today about the limiting factors of life. Those moments that try to impede your progress. Those obstacles that get in the way of your grand scheme of things. Those little things that life throws at you to ensure That if you do make it to the top, it won't be easy. Oh, I've had so many limits in my life. Whether it be the absence of a father, the presence of poverty, the insecurity and the rejectedness that comes with a young man who doesn't even know three out of his four grandparents. I tell you, I've had a lot of limits that have come my way, but I believe that limits are only temporary factors that are used to strengthen your muscles so that you can not only step over the ones that are in front of you, but step over the ones to come. One of my favorite things to do, as I mentioned, is to play golf. And when I got to college and I got to this beautiful city, Fort Wayne, Indiana, and I got a chance to look around and I was looking for the dorm room and I asked the coach, where would we stay? And I thought that we're, where we were standing at the moment, guys, I thought it was just the place that you brought the recruits to impress them. I had no idea that I was getting ready to go from the crack-infested streets of Gary, Indiana, to the plush greens of a golf course, Canterbury Green Golf Course to be specific. We had a nice apartment, my roommates and I. As we sat there and we looked at the third hole out of our back window, it was amazing that this game that I had never had an opportunity to play, I only saw on TV and thought it was reserved for the rich. Here I am right now with a $25 set of Wilson golf clubs that I got from <laughs> one of those, what do you call it? Uh, the places where you go and, and you get, oh yeah, a pawn shop. When I'd gone to the pawn shop and picked up, This set of clubs with this old blue leather bag looking like Happy Gilmore walking up and down the greens. No golf etiquettes, (laughs) don't know the rules, don't know that you're not supposed to drive the golf cart all the way up to the green. You see, I wasn't very good at limits. You see, golf is a game of limits. They tell you when you can talk and when you cannot talk and how far you can go and how far you cannot go and you must have this on and you can't have that on and your shirt must be tucked in and it has to be these shoes. And I almost gave the game up. Not because I didn't like it, but because I felt limited. I stuck with it because I recognized that there is something about practicing that helps you to get over the limits. You know, limit... It's a word that has an old French etymology. It means a boundary. It means a limit, a border. it's, It's an embankment between fields. Perhaps you are at that embankment in life, and there is something that is telling you that you cannot go any further. I've come to tell you that it is something about overcoming the lackluster effort and the frustration and the negativity that is racking your head now, you see, you've got to put all of those limits in their place. They must be killed. They must be buried and left there never to be looked upon again. But you know the biggest limit in the game of golf that I had encountered? When you play golf, and for me in the beginning when I was very bad and I'm not that good now, My best score has been a 78. I'm going to average somewhere around a 90, so I'm not a professional, but I'm not terrible. I can hold my own. But before, when I was shooting 120, and by the way, if most of us were to keep the rules, the limits, (laughs) we'd actually have higher scores than we actually have. When I was given the keys to my first golf cart, I got in that golf cart with my roommate, D'Angelo Woodall, and both of us, he being from Rock. Rockport, I believe it's Rockport, Illinois, or Rockford. is something like that. I think it's Rockport. No, no. I tell you where he's from. He's from Freeport, Illinois. He was from Freeport, Illinois. That's another impoverished inner city city right outside of Chicago. And he and I got in that golf cart for the first time, and I was the driver, and I took my foot, and I put it on the gas, and I put the pedal to the metal, and that golf cart took off and went from zero to five miles per hour. <laughs> I thought the golf cart would be much faster than that. It wasn't because in every golf cart, there is something that is put on it called a governor. A governor is a limit that ensures that you cannot get out of control, that you cannot go fast, that you cannot reach the limit of the cart. And let me tell you that in this life, there is something called a governor, an invisible limit. That has been placed on you that will keep you from going as fast as you want to go from as far as you can go from as high as you can leap and from going as deep as you are designed to go. But I've come to tell you today that I want you. To stick with me for these few moments to find out how can I take off the limits? How can I take off the limits? How can I remove those things that are in front of me, you know, even in calculus, there is something called the limit, which is uh, uh, the multiplier, if you will, from the top of a bottom of a fraction um, that that's a limit and 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 when you look at at life and and you see yourself being divided. Uh, The top of you not agreeing with the bottom of you, the mind not in in agreement with the soul and the spirit, not in agreement with the heart. You find yourself divided. And as you often know, I'm a pastor by profession. And there's a scripture that says a double minded man is unstable in all of his ways. You see, a limit always presents you with instability. A limit always presents you with instability. So so my question to you or for you rather is what is limiting you what is limiting your ability to get things done is it your time management is it your lack of a plan is it that you know where you want to end up you have a goal but you have no thought-provoking journey or tabulation or a map that will help you get there what's keeping you from getting things done are you still angry over things of the past? Are you one that holds grudges? Because let me tell you, whenever you hold a grudge, it is because you have an ego. And when you have an ego, it means this, that you cannot live in the present. See, people who have egos often live in the past and in the future. They cannot handle the present because the present is just too painful. So what's limiting you? Is it money? Because I know people who started companies with no money. Is it time? Well, maybe you've got to be better at managing that time. What are your limits? What are the things that are keeping you from achieving your goals? Is it exposure? Because there's always a gap between exposure and execution. Exposure to greatness with an output of pursuit will get you to the place where you can formulate your plan and get rid of your frustrations. And I know that disappointment is a limit. But let me tell you, disappointment to the right person is what cold water is to burning metal. It may hurt and it may sizzle, but cold water to hot metal strengthens it. It tempers it. It intensifies it, but it never destroys it. Let me tell you, your limits cannot destroy you. It doesn't matter if you're tall or short. Muggsy Bowles was the shortest player the NBA had ever saw. But it didn't keep him from making it because short is not a prohibitor. Nate Robinson's another one. He wasn't as tall as everybody else, but in some regard he was as effective as everybody else. Why? Because he did not see his height as a limit. What you have to do is you have to look at those limits that your face would and say to myself or say to yourself, rather, you have to say to yourself, these are light afflictions. These are just temporary roadblocks so that I can get to a permanent destiny. I want you to begin a list of things that limit your ability to take action. And I want you to write them down. No, I don't want you to remember them. I want you to write them down. There's a scripture that says, write the vision and make it plain. So just as you're going to write your vision, you should also write your limitations. I want you to write that list. And I want you to put that list in the place where you can see it. And this is what I want you to do next to all of the limits. I want you to put a box. So here is how it's going to look. Put A box and then write the limit. Do you remember when you used to be in school and and you would write a note to a young lady or the young lady would write a note to you and you would ask the question, do you like me? Check yes or check no. (laughs) I want you to make boxes just like that. And I want you to make the box and next to the box, I want you to write your limit. Box. Rejected. Box. Afraid. Box. Not enough money. Box. No mentor. I want you to write all of your limits and I want you to write them down and I want you to put a box next to them. And this is what I want you to do. Every 30 days, I want you to look at your list of limits as you are going about making smart goals and taking action. And as you achieve those goals, I want you to put a check in the limit that you just stepped over. Because before you can achieve a large goal, You've got to give yourself some small successes. You see, when you say one day I'm going to be a billionaire and you don't put any road uh, memories or if you don't put any uh, street signs or if you don't put any mile markers between yourself and a one hundred thousand or between your current income and a million dollars or between your current income and ten million dollars then you will be frustrated because it takes way too long to go from $20,000 to 10 million. But if you say I'm going to go from 20,000 to 10 million and you have a box that says 50,000 and then another box that says 75,000 and then another box that says 100,000. You see you will be able to track your success and recognize that when your goal is 1 million, And you have saved three hundred thousand. Now you are 30 percent of the way to your goal, as opposed to saying that I am not successful because I haven't reached my goal. Every dollar in front of a million dollars from where you are is a limit. And I want you to track your success and step over those limits. What's limiting your thoughts? What's limiting your beliefs? What makes you think you can't because you've been given the same two eyes? The same two ears, the same two lungs, the same legs, the same arms. And what about the people who are achieving things, who haven't been given what you've been given? You know, recently I had a conference and I had a young man named Nick who was one of our speakers at the conference. Nick was born with no legs. He has only one arm and that arm is partial. The arm that he has. Doesn't even have five fingers on it. He has no legs. He has only one functioning arm. And that arm is not fully developed. And yet he is a bodybuilder. And yet every day when I look at him on YouTube, I am encouraged by the fact that he refuses to allow the limits of no legs and the limits of no arms to keep him from lifting the weight that is before him. I'm so enamored and enthralled and encouraged by him when he came to our our conference the destiny conference he lit the stage on fire because there before us was proof that there are no limits except for the ones that you set for yourself i want you to write down your limits and i want you to find out what are my limiting factors and one by one i want you to cancel the factors i want you to cancel the limits. I want you to plug into some organization, some system, something that feeds you. I want you to feed what's feeding you. I want you to feed the relationships that feed you. I want you to call the people that encourage you. I want you to make sure you're connected with people who have a vested interest in ensuring that you reach your potential. These are the keys to overcoming your limits. You know, there's an old saying that says, You'll never go any further than the five people that you're closest to. Is it possible that your circle of friends can be a limit? Is it possible that because you don't feed yourself spiritually, you're being limited? Is it possible that you do have the money to start the company, but, but your, your, your spending habits could be limiting you? You see, maybe there is a mindset that has been implanted in you since you were a kid and since you are getting ready to achieve things that nobody in your family has ever done, maybe you self-sabotage and you take yourself back to, well, maybe I'm not good enough or maybe I shouldn't do it or maybe I can't do it or maybe I won't do it. But I want you to know if you keep what you have, it's the most important thing you will ever have. But if you sow what you have, it can lead to all of the things that you will receive in your future. Listen, you can shear a sheep once, or, or, or I should say it this way you can shear a sheep many times, but you can only skin him once. I want you to make sure that you have invested in yourself. Don't invest in your ego, don't invest in your opinion, invest in your exposure. Invest in allowing yourself to see the world from a different perspective. I don't care if you read one book a year, it's better than not reading one at all. Get you one new friend in this next season of your life that has a positive outlook on life. Drive into neighborhoods that you never thought you could live in. Go to car lots and sit in cars that you cannot currently afford. You see, this exposure is the best way to get over your limits. What's limiting your ability to get things done? I would say exposure. I would say mindset. I would say influence. And I would say conversation. Whatever you do, don't allow anybody to tell you what you cannot do. Don't even allow your current circumstance to make you believe you can't. There's a scripture in the Bible says, let the weak say I am strong and let the poor say I am rich. That simply means that you get an opportunity to lie about your situation. That even when you don't have it, you don't speak it. Even when you don't feel it, you don't agree with it. You make up your mind that I'm going to press forward, that I'm going to push for it. I'm going to kill and bury my limitations. I'm going to press towards the mark because on the other side of the mark is a prize. And that prize is going to call me upward. I am calling you out of your limitations today. Put your foot on the gas, push it all away to the metal, and knock the governor off of your experience. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends and colleagues it's time to take action and subscribe to this podcast. Follow Kian Henderson on social media at Pastor Kean. Visit the website daily for lifestyle, leadership, and learning at KeanHenderson.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning and keep doing life.